Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. What is going on, everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to our week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. This is the show where every single week we choose one comic book character. Sean, I messed it up. Go on. Sorry. No, no, no. You got this. You got this, but You're killing it. <laughs> oh, um, look, we have a show. It's called Hero yeah. or Zero, right? Good. This is the Good best start. intro we've done ever, I think. These are um, both facts. And th- thank you. I need the support. Then also, you're, you're every single week, men. <laughs> we talk their good points and their bad points, and we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. Fucking pulled it back right at the end there. He's <sighs> a bit he's a bit befuddled because it's very, very warm in <laughs> it's Ireland. So at the warm. It's so warm. And I've just literally just now received a text that the beer garden is full, Connor. <laughs> so I don't know what I'm doing after the show anymore. <laughs> I, I genuinely my brain just stopped working halfway through, but that's It's overheated. Like, yeah, like genuinely. It's, it's broken. And it was not it wasn't like a at maximum capacity to begin with like when it was cold it was like a 6 out of 10 before <laughs> now, now the heat um, <laughs> so this is Ireland's only sunny day we, ha- we have it this year um, yeah. on a Friday thankfully uh, but we planned that well didn't we <laughs> I normally choose DC character shot for Hero True. Zero and yes. you normally choose Marvel characters that's the and, one and the good news this week is the man with half a brain has decided to do his report this week so I'm assuming it will be eloquent and both just seamlessly perfect see this is the thing because when we were on the radio you famously did a show concussed 
and you did a better <laughs> intro than you did today. So I'm really, really curious to see how this goes. That is actually true. That's a fact. I, like, that I, played, I played a sporting event tonight oh. before and I had a bit of damage to the old noggin. And you took a big hard fall straight on the back of your show, head. Show had to go on, Sean. Show had to show. go on. So I remember, I remember that episode. <laughs> me going, I can't really read the screen for more than two minutes at a time so you may tell me what's next. It's like, Connor, I'm not, I'm the guest on this show, technically. Because <laughs> I wasn't, like, permanent at the time. No, no, look, this might, we were once on the radio. I, we, uh, someone yeah, allowed this to happen live. They which, gave John, us airtime. As if this is edited. <laughs> someone allowed this to happen live. It's essentially the same. <laughs> Imagine the stuff we take out if this is what we leave in. So, Sean, this week we are going to be talking about a character. Um, I should actually preface this by saying that we had a message in from, on Instagram from one oh. of our listeners, Connor, um, very supportive, very nice human being. But Thank he you messaged very much, in Connor. and he was like, I'd really enjoy if you did Clarion, um, the boy magician or the boy witch from um, Young Justice. Oh, ho, ho, um, okay. And so I had already written this report when the suggestion had come in. But what I will say is I will now do Clarion my, for my next report. Right. Okay. So Clarion is like, we have Clarion in the chamber. Yeah. And this week you're going I'm, to do I'm something. locked in for that one. But I had already done this one. And so I was like, I don't want to do double up for one week because I'll always forget this one. Because my God, brain, Connor, once you again. Do, you do no work on this show. Once again, ever. I will just, for, I am so silly. I will just forget everything. So this week we are covering a character known as Shining Knight, Sean. Um, Shining Knight. Shining Knight. Justin By- Arter. By any chance. Okay, mm. first of all, man with two first names cannot be trusted. Uh, second of all, is this, just a, is this just a man in a suit of armour with a sword? Starting off with Adventure <laughs> Comics. <laughs> well, think of it like this, right? You've got, you've got a man in a suit of armour, but on the opposite side, Sean, you've got Adventure Comics number 66. Oh. And you've got... One of the best. Captain America kind of vibes. Um, you had me. You had me there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> because, but the creators, Henry Lynn Perkins and Craig Flessel, um, Justin Arthur, or The Shining Knight, was created in September of 1941, Sean. Golden Age. Oh, okay. we're, we're going back. Love it. Yes. Um, and so he was created, as I said, 1941, very, very early on in terms of comic books. He was in Adventure Comics. And Sir Justin was the newest member of the Knights of the Round Table in King Arthur's court, Sean. Back in Camelot times. Back in the old Camelot times. He was one of the many knights who, I mean, he, he was just, he was there to protect the realm. We all know knights. We all know, love knights. Yeah, you got you got you got uh, all those knights. Knight you got, Rider, um, you got Ghost um, Rider. No, no, uh, the Batman got, the animated series Lancelot. Episode. Oh, Batman the animated the series episode Holiday Nights, star season four. Very good. good. Boogie Nights, a film I watched at too young of an age. <laughs> How did we not do the Dark Knight? <laughs> he has nothing to do with comic books. Connor. No, nobody's ever heard. Not good Batman. ones anyway. Um, so. Um, what happened was that um, Queen Jean... Oh, no, I'm going to... Pardon, Guinevere. Uh, thank you. Um, her cousin, it's all coming back to me. <laughs> her cousin, Sir Fallon, had been attacked um, and had died. Okay. Oh. 
Um, For the open and shut case, I would say. With his last breath, <laughs> Fallon revealed who his killer was. He like he fell into the room. He's mm-hmm. like he's very dramatic, and he's like, "My killer was an ogre," <laughs> and then he died. <laughs> Jesus, you just named an entire species Somebody right there. wants Tommy. To <laughs> play in the background. Um, Justin then vowed that he would avenge Fallon's death and search for the ogre whose name was Blunderbore in the Northland. Blunderbore the ogre. This is very early days comics and it's not you're often we get a report like this you're gonna to have to stick with me because it does no, get I'm more with modern you. i i with you to the end trust me <laughs> on his journey there so he's on he's on his journey to fight the ogre right mm-hmm. and it's just him he's just he hasn't brought the lads he said lads you stay here knight rider ghost rider all the lads you stay sir gawain you put you go back there it's another night boogie he said i'm gonna fight the ogre by myself so he sets off and on his way there uh, he sees a man who is trapped in a tree by a witch. <laughs> oh, as in like up a tree or like entombed within the wood? Entombed within the wood, shot right? And so Jesus, he's trapped. That's the way to go. Uh, so I mean, what can what can Justin do? He frees him. He frees the man. Who's yeah. this man, shot? Is only Merlin. the wizard Merlin. Exactly. <laughs> Merlin. Oh, it's always Merlin. He's always getting up to <laughs> shit. He's even in Transformers. <laughs> that dude gets around. Stanley Tucci plays Merlin. <laughs> yeah. That dude will do anything. <laughs> the Merlin or Tucci? <laughs> uh, both. <laughs> oh, fair. <laughs> but the Tucci just has the cool factor. He can do whatever he wants. Is it um, the Tucci? Is it Mark Strong? I'm never quite sure. Uh, the Tucci is way cooler than Mark Strong. I'm sure Mark Strong is nice, but he's not the Tucci. He's oh, Mark Strong has the Scottish thing going on, though. <sighs> That's true. But Tucci has the cocktails, not the martinis. The martini. <laughs> um, so what happens is he saves Merlin. Merlin's like, thanks very much. That was, I mean... I was stuck in a tree. It was a, it was a bit of a... It wasn't a great situation, right? And yeah. so he decides to transform as a, as a thank you. He transforms Justin's old rusty armour into a golden shining armour that was invulnerable and made his sword and shield invulnerable as well. That's... Okay, two... Okay, I have a couple of points. That's class, first mm. of all. It's nice to be rewarded for a good deed. All of the other knights just let... Justin go with the shittiest gear. I think it was like a practical good joke. I, 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 I genuinely do <laughs> He's going, he's he's going, going, going no, lad, honestly, it'll be fine. Yeah, go fight the ogre. Yeah, yeah go <laughs> fight Blunderbore there. You'll the fucking, fucking sword he has. Why doesn't Merlin just do that for every night? They, they were taking bets, like the Suicide Squad, on how long he was going to last. Yeah, and were, look, it was, it was long odds that he'd make it out the door, to be fair. <laughs> Um, so Merlin turns a bit basically invulnerable, armour and shield and sword. Uh, Justin's mm-hmm. sword was so powerful it could cut through anything, basically. Uh, Merlin also gave him a, a, a horse named Victory, which was a giant oh. bird-like horse with wings that allowed so him to a fly. Pegasus. A Pegasus. Um, and the name of the horse was actually given was Winged Victory in the end and he then made the horse invulnerable as well Jesus very lucky he happened upon that tree to be fair (laughs) to be fair though he did have to go basically walk to his death to then get this last bit of luck that's true like the first like hour of that walk 
he's fully convinced he's like I'm like I'm about to die and now I'm like I'm on a flying horse so swings and roundabouts so here's this fella trapped in a tree surely he's not in there for any good reason I'll just release him (laughs) this guy can't be bad he's stuck in a tree (laughs) (laughs) no bad man has ever been stuck in a tree (laughs) so when he met Blunderbore at the top of the icy mountains the two battled and Justin eventually came out winning uh, and killed Blunderbore however well of course he's invincible yeah well look it wasn't really much of a fight at this point Blunderbore is the underdog Um, at this point it's bullying yeah before he died Blunderbore though caused an avalanche that buried Justin and winged victory Neither of them died, Sean, but instead were frozen, frozen. in suspended animation. Oh. oh, I love it. Yes. Oh, it's excellent. It's the best way to... When was Cap around? Was it 39? Cap was uh, 41, I want to say. This was 41 as well. So one of them came first and the other one were like, oh, fuck. We can't, we can't do like a knight from the round table. We've got to do a World War Two veteran. Yeah, March 1941 was Captain America. March, okay, hang on, I'm scrolling up. September, the fucking... (laughs) But I will say, I will say, Cap didn't get frozen until much, much later. Oh, okay. Because he only got brought up to modern times in like the 60s. Of course, so, right? he's fighting Hitler in 1941. Yeah, that, those were current. Those yeah. were set in the present day when he came out. So, so Justin gets frozen and he yeah. actually gets brought back out in 1941. Interesting. So in a way, this guy is Captain America. In a weird way, yes. Yeah, um, although if it's a Knights at the Round Table situation, I would say he's Captain Britain. That's, that's, well, yeah, but that's, no, because Captain Britain, you see, he's... <laughs> <laughs> he's a different character. Oh, she's kind of rocking. He's a different character. And then his sister, actually. Oh, that's a whole fuck thing. So the year is 1941. Justin and Victory were discovered and released from suspended animation by a museum cre- curator. Realising he must now live in a modern world, 1941, he decided to fight crime with his skills as a knight and soon took the civilian alias of Justin Arthur. Um, he eventually became pretty good friends with heroes like the Crimson Avenger and Vigilante. Um, and they formed <laughs> the Seven Soldiers of Victory. Um, and he also joined right. the All-Star Squadron during World War Two. Jesus, he gets around this fella. He, look, he, he, think of any team that was in 1940s. He's part of it because it's just a knight who's invulnerable. <laughs> that's true. And that's like a really good entry point. Because everyone knows a knight. You know, so and, you, and, mo- not- and look, if we're honest, most of the heroes then were just dudes in masks, just punching people. <laughs> That's true. This is the only outright fucking magical dude at the minute. In He's comics. their tour at the minute. Pretty much, honestly. <laughs> Like the Arthurian legend himself. Like Superman and all that, they were part of the team. There was always just like the Crimson Avenger and Vigilante and lads who just, they were stopping crime on the streets. Lads who's the only way they could win a fight is if it was five on one. With chutzpah. <laughs> That's what they would with. Chutzpah and elbow grease. <laughs> um, so in 1941, uh, as I said, his frozen but still living body and steed were discovered by, I should say, Professor Moresby. 
um, who I was actually an archaeologist and historian to get a bit uh, more specific. Um, well, now, obviously, he had a bit of difficulty adjusting to his circumstances originally, which is why he became a vigilante, <laughs> deciding to uphold justice and defend the innocent, still applied even though the organisation to which he made those vows, the Knights of the Round Table, had long since dissolved. This that's really interesting because like the knights of the round table had this old school like code of chivalry type thing, uh, and like it's laid out in rules. So I'm presuming in the comics they would have been like, even if chivalry is gone in this war torn present day of 1941, stands above all. He will be an example. Oh, it's literally Captain America. Like. <laughs> um, and so he's like, I'm going to stick to my vows. I'm going to become a vigilante. Also, I'm pa- basically invulnerable. And also my sword will slice literally anyone I ever face. So that magic stuck around through the whole freezing and everything. Oh, I suppose the, that's the, why he survived is because he was invulnerable. But Sean, I don't want to get into the weeds here, but the magic is in the objects. It's not in him. So the objects ah. are frozen along with him. There's no organisms, no nothing. It doesn't die. It's just in the shield. I see. Mm-hmm. That makes all the sense in the I, world. I Colin. mean, look, we've all seen things. <laughs> that, that, that makes sense. How's that concussion doing? But <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, as I said, yeah, he joined the All Star Squadron as um as he just wanted to do something bigger. And in the in the All Star Squadron, he met Danette Riley, then known as Firebrand. The two fell in love, and when war struck in England, Sir Justin felt it was his duty to protect his homeland and travel there to offer his services to the king. And he was assigned as the personal guard of Winston Churchill. Holy shit! Yes. Okay, so 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 dude was just vigilantian. Then when war happened, he was like, "Jolly old England needs me." Yeah, he's like, "Okay, I'm going back to England." And I don't know why he wasn't still in England, because if he got frozen and then found, he was not. But see, I suppose they say the archaeologist is from New York City, but they bring him back. So then he has to go back. How does he get back, though? Because even in 1940s, they had passports and shit. (laughs) He's just undocumented. I don't... Look, I don't want to get into it. Although he walked through the airport, nobody checked for the sword or shield. He was just carrying them. Just, he got a horse. Well, he has a flying horse, I suppose. Actually, he doesn't need the airport. He has a flying Mm, horse. That's true. Um, Where are you going to land a flying horse? (laughs) During wartime, they're going to shoot him down. (laughs) Is it a vulnerable horse? Yeah, but I'm sure... Yeah, but but like, like... I'm sure the look, knock look at of a missile. Look at him, I have answers no. for all your questions. No. <laughs> um, Are both of your answers, he's invulnerable and the horse is invulnerable? They will be around those areas, yes. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, during the Blitz, Justin saved a young man named Percival Sheldrake, who pledged to become Justin's partner, calling himself the Squire. That's quite cool, actually. Mm. I like that. I'll allow that to happen. Following the war, Justin was called back to Camelot by Merlin. Now, by this I mean Merlin went forward in time, said, lad, there's some weird fucking shit going on back in Camelot. You need to come back with me. Back in the past? Back in the past. Okay. So the whole man out of time story, that's just being ditched for now. I'll be honest, Merlin can hop as much as he pleases. It really kind of ruins the specialness of the guy in the future when Merlin can just hip hop. Yeah. Okay, look, but 
to be fair, Merlin is magic. He was stuck in that tree, but he couldn't magic his way out of it. Uh, but he can travel through time. So that's, <laughs> he can travel that's through time, fine. but he can't get out of a tree. It's tough. <laughs> Look, it's, it, his one weakness is timber. After he all. hates it. He just fucking hates it. Um, so what happens is Justin's like, no, the modern world needs me more. So I'm going to stick here. But he does make periodic trips back to Camelot to aid his fellow knights whenever they fully need him. How is that a problem, though? Because if you can time travel, yeah. it doesn't matter how busy you are in the present. Because it does, does time hasn't gone forward. Just go back five seconds after oh, you left. Oh, fuck. You're breaking the logic, Sean. No, look, they might not have cracked... It was 1942. I really want to stress. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm, I might be putting a lot on the people of the past there. The Crimson and Avenger. <laughs> granted, there was a, a war on as well. <laughs> the lads were busy, but, to be fair. <laughs> they were writing in the trenches. And I'm just there shouting at them. Just being like, no, but why didn't it? Shut the fuck up, Sean. <laughs> just, like, they just have to just stop there for a second. Just need to pick up this grenade. <laughs> Fucking back. <laughs> and they always say it about the time travel. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes so is this just a way for them to do stories of old school knights exactly as well. cool. um, in 1948 Sir Justin joined the seven soldiers of victory in the aftermath of their battle with the nebula man the seven soldiers of victory just a very powerful group of lads right all joined mm-hmm. together the seven were scattered throughout time okay oh. so they meet a man called the nebula man they have a battle with him and in his last mm-hmm. gasp he's like I'm going to scatter you all through time Justin is now thrown back to Asia during Genghis Khan's reign losing oh. his memory and w- winds up serving the Mongol leader <laughs> Jesus Christ okay <laughs> this first of all this is very similar to Warhammer 40,000 Connor yeah. and then yeah. second of all how so he doesn't remember that he's a goodly knight and so he joins one of the most vicious warlords to ever yeah, walk the earth. <laughs> it's a, it's the best comic book trope. But if I can predict what's yeah. about to happen, oh. suddenly he'll remember everything. The good and the bad. Now, here's the thing. That comes in a, in a tiny little bit more because he, along with the other members of the soldiers, were eventually rescued by the Justice League and the Justice yeah. Society. So they went back oh. in time. They saved them, right? But Justin, he's still got amnesia. He doesn't even know who the lads are. They showed up to help them. He's like, I'm a leader here for Genghis Khan, he said. Perfect English. to do here. <laughs> Perfect English. Nobody else speaks his language. <laughs> um, after this, Justin was amnesiac for quite some time and he actually worked at a ja- as a janitor at Blue Valley High School until his memories returned. So he's just working as a janitor. I kind of like that. Oh, he's just like, ah, now I'll just do this for a while. Because presumably, even with the amnesia, he still remembers the Genghis Khan stuff. Yes. But he just decides, no, I'm just going to be a blue-collar worker for a little while. He's actually um, in Stargirl, the TV show. Um, He's in that show as a janitor. Um, All right. And I I think it's based off a run that Jeff Johns did in the comic books where he actually had a janitor called Justin in the Stargirl comic as well. And it was like a little bit of a, a tidbit back to Sir Justin. Um, right, okay. So he put him That's in the show cool. as actual Shining Knight as well, which is pretty cool. As a little reference to that. That's class. Um, he also then, when he gets his memory back, he obviously gets new high-tech armor, which is voice-activated to expand and collapse, which is pretty cool. So he doesn't have to be wearing a full suit of armor It all makes the time. it a lot easier. He can now so Iron Man. So he's Iron Man. Man. Yeah, he yeah. Can, he's Iron Man Captain America hybrid. 
that's with a bit of black knight peppered in with there. a little bit of black knight <laughs> Very interesting character, this fella. <laughs> now, the years after that were not so kind to Sir Justin, as a villain called the Dragon King murdered his beloved wife, Firebrand. Um, you hate to see it. I, as soon as I heard they were together, I knew that woman had ended up dead. His squire, Percival, was also murdered by Spring Heel Jack. <laughs> I imagine dying to someone called Spring Heel Jack, though. <laughs> it's just, it's more the embarrassment of it all. Yeah, it's like losing your your family to Batrock the Leaper, you know. <laughs> Not the Leaper. <laughs> um, so, well, um, his well, so the, I'm, I'm trying to explain this now. Squire had a son, okay, right, and his son is being trained to become the second squire, right? Okay, and his okay. son, sorry, his son was the one that was murdered. And, or sorry, no, Squire's the one that's where his son tarnishes the Squire legacy by then going around killing people because he's just like, there's nothing that matters. My father was killed by Springheel Jack, which pisses off Sir Justin because, I mean, he's now ruling the Squire, I mean, chances of memorabilia, advertising. The merchandising opportunities. The merchandising opportunities are lost once you become evil. So Squire is like a Jason Todd then. he beco- The second Squire becomes like a Jason Todd yeah. vengeance machine. Yeah, but the first one is like Dick Grayson dies. R- right, interesting. Right. Okay, and, <laughs> oh, and, and, and how does this end up, Connor? Well, Sir Justin suffered more amnesia. <laughs> it's not often the amnesia is brought up twice. It's a double amnesia story, Sean. Classic double amnesia. It doesn't make you not amnesia. So what happens is, right, look, they get themselves into a situation where everything is shit in his life. He's Everyone he knows is dead and everyone he loves is dead and he's depressed and he's sad. And then they realised we've no way of writing our way out of this. So he's definitely got amnesia again. This man needs to forget all of the trauma so that we can write new stories with him. <laughs> so, uh, when Sue Dibney, the wife of Elon Gatenman, was horrifically murdered, this is in the story Identity Crisis, um, mm-hmm. and understandably sympathetic Sir Justin actually came out of retirement at that point, and he went hunting for the culprit with Vixen, Captain Marvel, and Firestorm. Um, and during the course of a battle with Shadow Thief, uh, the villain stole Justin's sword and stabbed Firestorm with it. So oh, Justin, shit, but that sword can cut through anything. Anything. Firestorm is anything. Oh, shit. We yeah. didn't bank on that, lads, did yeah. we? Uh, the, the sword was destroyed by Firestorm's heat, so ah. now he ain't got no sword shot. He's only got old-school chivalry and fisticuffs. And Firestorm exploded soon after. Okay. So, um, that, that's deep, a bad rescue operation. Deeply anguished by his inadvertent role in Firestorm's death, Sir Justin has not been seen since that night. They just wrote him out after he, that. He's gone. Oh, he's now, prime for a comeback. Now, this is pre-New 52. In New 52, he did come back in the Jeff Johns run. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. In, in, this is in between that. That's mad that he just, like, he objectively fails. And then that's the last so you he, see of him. He comes out of retirement because uh, there's a whole story of identity crisis that it's covering every single comic book hero. And it's like one mm-hmm. of these big massive events. And they're like, Sir Justin's like, I'm going to come out of retirement. I'm going to help. I'm going to do the right thing. And then he comes out and he's literally the cause of Firestorm dying. And then he's like, 
I gotta just go away. I can't, I, I I can't, can't do this anymore. I can't do this. And I'm literally never, too old for this. He's shit. never been seen again. That's wild. That's really sad of an ending for <laughs> such a quite like a, like quite a heroic noble character for most of his run. It seems now one of the big things about Sir Justin or Shining Knight is um, there's an episode of Justice League Unlimited, Sean, that I was Classic. excited to talk to you about because we've all seen it. We've all seen it. You know and love it. Um, it's called Patriot Act. And um, it's like season three. But I, t- I have brought it up before in the Stargirl episode. And it's, a, it's one of my favourite episodes of, of Justice League Unlimited. Because you have um, general... Uh, there's a general in the, in the episode, right? So I can't remember mm-hmm. his name. It's general... general it's not Ross. Ross is uh, Hulk. Ross is Hulk, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his actual second fucking... He looks the exact same as the guy from Hulk. <laughs> the exact same character. But it's just... Okay. It's just a different version, okay? Um, yeah. But he's basically like, Justice League are terrible. Justice League are terrible. Um, they're awful human beings. Like, they've got this spaceship in the sky. They can kill all of us humans at any given time. And Amanda Waller at this point has actually come onto the side of the Justice League. And she's like... They're actually not that bad. They actually have saved the world like 50 times. And he's that like, we couldn't yeah. have done. He's like, yeah, but they have superpowers. Like, we need to kill them. We need to get rid of all the people with superpowers because like, how are we going to stop them? Okay. Um, so he injects himself with a bunch of shit. Right? Well, it's literally General Ross, okay. <laughs> yeah, he injects himself with a bunch of shit and becomes this big hulking monster. Love and it. And then there's a Superman parade going on in Metropolis to celebrate Superman Except Superman's away on a mission, so they send this group of like Z- D-listers part of the Justice League. So you have the Shining Knight, you have Star Girl, um, you actually, I think Green Arrow's there. Uh, you basically have a load of people that are just kind of covering for Superman. Yeah. Um, the General shows up. He's like, "Where's Superman? I'm gonna beat the shit out of him and prove that like powers mean nothing." And it's just all these heroes. By the way, none of them have any powers. They're so, just regular humans. Just regular humans. And so the, obviously the idea of the story is he's going around wrecking shop and they're trying to stop him. And he's like, your puny little fucking powers aren't going to work. And it, they're just like, we literally have no powers. You're the only one here with powers. And you're the only one abusing those powers. Courage, you beat up people. Um, and Sir Justin has a great part in that episode is when like everybody's beaten. Everybody's gotten just a shake kicked out of him. And he's literally just standing there. He's got no sword, no shield. And he just like struggles his way back up to his feet. He's like, I'm going to protect these innocents. I'm going to have to protect them because you're going to kill them. I can do this all day. I can do this all day. And then the, and the general's like, you're just like a fucking puny human. And he just starts pounding them. And it's only then when like civilians come around and they're like, you're literally the only one here with powers. Like that young boy has no powers. He's just, he's just a kid that you're just kicking the shit out of. And like the shade, they just keeps getting back up, but he just keeps getting pummeled back to the ground until Jesus. the general. And it's just a really great moment of like, he's just like, literally, we'll just do anything for the cause. He's just going to yeah. try and protect the innocents at all he's, times. Yeah. He's got like this will, he's got like this code and he will not stray from very, it. Actually, very similar to Captain America. Like he, if it was like Thanos' army, Shining Knight is standing there yeah. by himself. He's like, yeah, I'm going to do this. That's class. I really like this character. <laughs> um, powers and abilities. Uh, we've got leadership. He's been a part of a few groups and he's led his fellow teammates into battles many times as he seems he's a bit of a leader and also like tactician and stuff. Uh, swordsmanship. 
He's obviously um, one of the knights of the round table, so he's enchanted with it. He's armed with an enchanted sword, which is a gr- isn't bad. Pretty good. Um, got a flying horse, uh, a, a pegasus that he has flown into battle for many t- many years. Uh, enchanted armor. Um, it was enchanted to be lightweight and impervious to almost any kind of damage. Uh, while wearing it, Justin is protected from freezing, burning, and possibly all electrocution and radiation. Those are the four things that can damage someone. <laughs> and pointy things. Ooh, number five. <laughs> um, his transportation, flying horse. Fair enough. Um, Very quick. And although this character was originally introduced in DC's Earth 2 era of publication, so the Golden Age, uh, in Crisis at Infinite Earths, he actually did come across in the 80s. Um, and at least once his sword is identified as Excalibur. I was going to say... It's a magical sword from like Arthurian legend. Surely, it's it it's like you know deemed to be Excalibur at some point. It, it would have to be. It makes no sense if it's not. Yeah, if that if there was just another magical sword kicking around. <laughs> um, and so that is the Shining Knight, who's a character once again. I'm just trying to get people to watch Justice League Unlimited. Tickets a really great show. Go. Me watch too. It. I love it. It's my fit. <laughs> Justice <laughs> League Unlimited and Young Justice. You need to watch them, Sean. Your life will be changed. I, for the better? Who yeah, knows? for the Who, better. Why take the risk, though, for is the, what I say. For the better, I say. <laughs> no, that was a really good report. That's a character I knew, like, not. I don't think many people will have ever heard of that character. But it's really cool. I just like someone who keeps getting back up. That's, he, that's class he's just, he's just a dude who got powers because he was good. And yeah. then he just, like, it's literally Captain America's origin. Like, it's just a guy who was good and got powers because he did the right thing at the yeah. right time and then he will just stand up for everyone holy shit and he got powers from Merlin yes. and who played the doctor <gasps> the tooch the tooch he's connected to everything he played Dr. Erskine in the first oh, Avengers oh man that lad is he's got toes in all the pies he's, and, and fingers <laughs> in, uh, in all the other pies <laughs> Uh, it's not he's not up to anything else he's literally just in pies you know he's just quad wielding pies at this point uh connor would you like me to take us out yes please thank you everyone for listening to this episode of hero or zero we will be back on monday with movie mondays wednesday with weird news wednesday and next friday with another episode of hero or zero big thank you to everyone over on the patreon who continually supports the show you're all absolutely amazing you help it keep coming out three times a week every week except for the weeks when we're busy uh, but everyone over there is an absolute legend and if you want to join them the link is in the description also link below is the merch store the twitter is at heroes for hire pod the four is the number four facebook is detective development's discussion group instagram is heroes for hire podcast and the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist just a one for god's sake and I think that's about it Connor I think that's about it so I've been Connor Lawler I've been Sean Meehan and my brain is melted see you for next week guys (laughs) (laughs) if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers with Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.